pretty much do the opposite of what people are doing. When everybody's selling, when the market crashes, buy and then do vice versa. When everybody's scrambling to buy like they are now, sell. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO, search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you, and it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565, and he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. With us today, we've got a broker who's been in the business for three years. He's on track to sell $20 million in volume this year. He has also invested on the side. How you doing, Brian Casella? Hey, brother. How are you? Pleasure to be here. It's an honor. I know you've interviewed some pretty heavy hitters, so this is uh, definitely going to be fun, interesting, and I'm happy to share, and uh, hopefully the listeners get something good from it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to have a conversation with you. You've built a track record, or you're building a track record. You're building your business right now on the selling side, plus you've got a little bit of experience in investing, so we're going to talk about that. A little bit more about Brian. He is an ex-professional basketball player in Europe. He's based in Los Angeles, California, and he's a broker associate at iHeart Real Estate. With that being said, Brian, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure. Basically what I did, my background was basically athletics growing up through college. And I knew when I stepped into the business world after my career, I said, okay, I'm, I'm very competitive. I work hard. I have a great work ethic. I'm disciplined. Let's find something that I can apply this to and have a lot of success. And when I looked at real estate, I immediately knew from a salesperson standpoint and an investment standpoint that I would do very, very well. And as soon as I got into the business, I started selling right away, started making money. And that's kind of when the light bulb went off and said, okay, let's take some of this money that I'm making and start investing. I can say I wasn't really surprised because I knew I had a lot of strengths that would help me in the real estate business. And I just climbed the ranks pretty quick and I never looked back. Well, what type of investing did you do when you had the funds? I got linked up with Mike Wolf, who is a um, big time investor. He's originally from Canada. I know here in the US, he owns, I want to say, well over 350 investment properties. And I went on a tour with him. We went to Houston, Texas, Atlanta, and Kansas City. And what I learned was just like, it was almost unbelievable. He would go to tax deed auctions and they would have the auction once a month, every the first Tuesday of every month. And I was just seeing the prices of these properties being sold. And I was like, this can't be true. I mean, that property is worth $100,000 and somebody just got it for $4,000. Like, this doesn't make sense. So I learned the process from him and I just started buying and I got my first auction. I got two properties. I got one for $10,000 and I got another one for about $12,000. And the combined market value of those properties was probably well over $150,000, $160,000. All right. Well, 
I know if someone told you that and you didn't have the context, you'd be like, wait a second, something doesn't sound right. 10,000 and what'd you say, 4,000? So what auction I was at, they saw a lady buy the property for $4,000 and I was just looking around in disbelief. I'm like, did did this really just happen? (laughs) Okay, so it happened. Did you have to physically be in Houston for the tax deed auction or did you do it remotely? I did it remotely. When you go there with Mike, you go on his tour, he teaches you his system. And then from there, it's pretty much automated. I have my contact, Brian, who's out there. It's funny. He has the same name as me. He goes to the auction for you. He makes the bids. You get the list beforehand. You look through it and you say, hey, you know, property number one on the list, the max bid I want you to put on that is 5,000. Property number three, I want you to bid on that one. The max bid is 4,000. And he goes and they only charge you if they actually win you a property. So it's pretty cool. And even beforehand, he'll go to the property take video and pictures and send it to you just to confirm the condition of what was shown online. So it's really a very, very cool way to invest and getting uh, properties for pennies on the dollar. So it just makes sense. How long have you had these two properties? I bought them about six months ago. Okay. And do you have a management company in place? Yeah. He streamlined the whole process. We already had tenants waiting to move in there. I remodeled them a little bit just to perk them up and renting them one for $900 and the other one for about just under 1000 a month. So you do the math. <laughs> and if they were 14 k combined, how come you haven't bought more over the last six months? What I'm doing is I set myself a commitment to buy three a year. And that's what I'm doing right now. I do love the whole real estate investment side, but there's so much more. I'm putting money into my business to help it grow. I just recently moved to Keller Williams and I'm expanding my team. And my focus right now is investing, but at the same time, I want to plug a lot into my sales business because that's growing so much. And if I don't leverage properly, then it's definitely going to consume me. Mm-hmm. When's the next time you plan on going to the, the do the tax deed auctions? I set a goal to buy at least one more property before the end of the year. So the next auction, I'm definitely going to get on there. Okay. Got it. And what do you receive and what do you look for when you do that process again? When I do the process, they send us, I think it's about three or four nights before because they don't want to send you the properties too early because they send you a list too early. A lot of people, because these are tax deeds, they'll pay their taxes maybe like a day or two before they're actually due and they go up to auction, at which point that property would be canceled and not put on the auction. So they usually send it to us. uh, If it's on a Tuesday, they'll send it to us like Saturday or Sunday night and we'll take a look. And what I look for because I do have a contact in Houston who has access to the MLS and these neighborhoods and properties is I'll pick a handful that I think are good, that I think are in pretty good areas that I think for a rental property would be very good, like not super high end, but also not very low class, kind of like that middle class where you find families, first time home buyers, those kind of neighborhoods. And I just look for something that has potential to where if I fix it up and put a little bit of money into it, I know it's going to be worth a good amount. I know it's going to rent for a good amount. And I know that neighborhood is going to produce renters that are going to pay and that are going to be loyal and they're going to stay there for a while. So now you've mentioned that you're going over to Keller Williams from where you were previously. How have you gotten to $20 million in volume for this year in sales? Great question. When I started, I was an avid Mike Ferry follower. So the system I learned was prospect and get out there and work. So when I started, I started going door to door a lot, cold calling, and that's pretty much how I built my business. I would go after expireds for sale by owners. I even put together a few investment deals from cold calling because we know if you send a mailer or you knock on somebody's door and they want to sell and they're willing just to let it go, 
or they're in a pre-foreclosure stage, you can get an investor in there and can make a pretty good profit there flipping, which is, uh, I have a pretty big investor book full of flippers that helped me here in Southern California too. And that was really the, the first taste that I got in investing, but I went the buy and hold route versus flipping. But when I got started to get me here, it was just prospecting. I still, to this day, I don't put very much money into marketing. I think our marketing budget a month total, that I have a small team, is no more than five or $600 a month. And I'm selling a good amount of volume at my average price points around 500000 What's the number one lead generator for your opportunities you come across? At this moment, it would be expired listings for sure, hands down. What's the number one way you get expired listings? How do you approach it? We're just very aggressive. Since I have a team now, I have one person who I trained who will call them and I will go to their door. And we have a pretty efficient system. We'll hit them 8 a.m. on the phone. And if they're in my core market area of five, six cities around where my brokerage is, I'll go knock on their door between, because there's not that many expires, I can hit them all between like 7.30 and like 8.15, 8.30. So I have somebody calling and I go to their door. The same day, if we don't make a contact in the morning, I will go back and knock on their door in the afternoon or early evening and I will have somebody call as well. So our approach is just about basically being one of the first people to talk to them. And we've seen that if we talk to five or six expires, especially at the door, we can usually get an appointment with one or two and list one of them. Hmm. I was just talking to one of my friends last night. We were having dinner at their place and they said a real estate agent came to their door asking about their house because their listing had expired. It's interesting stuff. That is quite the hustler mentality. That's for sure. What's it like? Because you don't always get, in fact, I suspect you usually get a frowny face versus a smiley face. So what's it like getting that response? It's been an evolution over time. I believe when you get to a point where you're very confident in your ability and you genuinely come from a point of contribution and you want to help people, they see that. Now, there's always going to be people who are going to be upset because when I knock on a door, my mindset is, or if I call it, I don't know what the other person's going through on the other line or on the other side of the door. So I can't take whatever they throw at me personally. Now, do we get people that are upset? Of course, but I know deep down in my heart, I'm actually there to help. And I really want to get rid of this negative situation that they're in. So I never really take it personally. Was it a little tough at first? Absolutely. Because I was scared. I had never done sales. So just throwing yourself into the pit of snakes was kind of scary. But after a while, you build some thick skin and your skill level gets up. And I believe the vibe that you come with, whether it's over the phone and at the door, the person can pick up on pretty quickly. So if you're a person coming from contribution versus somebody who's just there to make a commission check, I've noticed through my experience, they're able to tell the difference and it makes the interactions with these people so much better. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? Pretty much do the opposite of what people are doing. When everybody's selling, when the market crashes, buy and then do vice versa. When everybody's scrambling to buy like they are now, sell. A lot of people are buying right now. You mentioned that you're going to be buying another property here soon. How do you reconcile that? Well, my strategy, especially going through the tax seed, which is my main source of investment right now, I believe regardless of how the market is, since I'm buying them at such a discounted price, it makes sense for us to buy all the time. Now, if I was to invest in my own market here in California, right now I would not be buying. Prices are skyrocketing. Everybody's looking to buy. I would just be unloading everything. Just like we had that crash back in 2009, 2010 when it bottomed out, I knew two or three guys 
and I wasn't even real estate back then, but they were just buying up properties like crazy. And now those same guys are selling or just right now they're holding on to them and renting them. And I just see the millions of dollars that they've made. So that was the one nugget they gave me was whatever everyone else is doing, do the opposite unless you have your own very niche strategy like me doing the tax deed auctions. That's the only thing that you're going to be able to do year round. Otherwise, if you're going to stay in your market where you're selling or whatever city you're in, do the opposite. When people are buying, sell. When people are selling, buy. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Best ever book you've read? Best ever book I've read. How to Develop a Six-Figure Income in Real Estate by Mike Ferry. Best ever personal growth experience and what'd you learn from it? Best ever. I would say Unleash the Power Within last October here in Los Angeles with Tony Robbins. The main thing I took from that was getting down to yourself, your deepest, deepest part of yourself and really figuring out what your why is and what you really want to do with this life. Because when you tap into that, your desire and your ability to get out there and make things happen just exponentially increases. Best ever deal you've done. Best ever deal I've done. $2.7 million property that I double ended off of a cold call. And for any listeners who don't know what a double-ended mean, will you explain that? Double-end is an industry term for you represent the buyer and the seller in the transaction and you make the full commission. How'd the cold call work? Where'd you get their number and how'd the conversation go? I use Cole Realty Resource, which is, I guess you can say a vendor. They sell you landlines. And I was just cold calling around a property that a buddy of mine actually had recently sold it's over here in Diamond Bar. I know Snoop Dogg, the celebrity, he had a house there and he sold it. It's called The Country. It's over in Diamond Bar right here in Southern California. And I was just cold calling and I happened to catch the guy at the right time. He's like, you know what? I just had the thought that I want to sell. I definitely want to sell and I want to sell now. So on the spot, no other questions. I set the appointment with him. I pre-qualified him the next day at around noon. I listed the property. I got a call off Zillow two days later from a buyer, a cash buyer, and I ended up double ending it, representing the buyer and the seller. What's the best ever way you like to give back? Best ever way to give back. You know what? I am very heavily involved in the car world. I'm a very big car enthusiast, and there's this event that we do once a month here where we raise money and awareness for homeless children, underprivileged children, and we meet once a month, and we have a big toy drive. People bring backpacks, clothes, school supplies, whatever you want to call it. And we just have a bunch of nice cars gather up. We go on a short cruise. We meet at a local gymnasium about five miles away from my house. And we have all the kids come once a month and we just donate. I think we raised last time around fifteen or $20,000 worth of stuff. Wow. That is a great cause. What is the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Waiting so long to leverage. I'm the kind of person, and I'm sure you can relate, and a lot of people can relate, where you, we feel like we're the perfect person for every task, and me holding on to that has limited my growth to a certain extent. So now that I'm leveraging more, and Keller Williams is teaching me this, it's making my growth faster and more exponential, definitely. What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? Facebook, Brian Casella, B-R-Y-A-N-C-A-S-E-L-L-A. -L -L -A. Send me a message. I have a business page, a personal page. I answer every single message that I get. Be careful what you ask for, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, thank you for being on the show, talking about how you hustle and your persistence, especially with the expired listings, where you go into it from a point of or a thought process of contribution. So sure, you're going to get some disgruntled people, but you're going in knowing in your heart that your intention is to help them and to contribute to solutions for them 
and that's why you're able to get some doors slammed in your face. I'm sure that's happened. And then also the tax deed auctions that you're buying in Houston in particular and how you got a couple seemingly really phenomenal deals from the numbers that you talked about. So great stuff. Thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Me too, my friend. Thank you so much. Empire Industries, a national award-winning company and the fastest-growing property management company in Houston, would like to offer you, best ever listener, a 30-day love us or leave us guarantee. Contact Empire Industries at 888-866-6727 for more info. That's 888-866-6727.